Welcome to Art of Retreat 2018, the Parkour Leadership and Education Conference. This year, we're in the Cascade Mountains outside of Seattle. I'm Craig Constantine from Movers Mindset, and I'm here with Dan Edwards. Dan is the founder of Parkour Generations, Parkour UK, and Adapt Qualifications. Across a 20-year career in teaching and coaching, Dan has delivered courses, workshops, and events to tens of thousands of people in more than 30 countries, helping people move better, last longer, and become better teachers. Welcome, Dan. It's a pleasure to be here. So the title of Dan's session was Cultivating Confidence, Fear, Flow, and Performance Psychology. That's a lot of words. Can you unpack that? Give me the elevator pitch. Yeah, so I talk a lot about fear, and it's a subject I'm really into. And this particular um, uh, discussion was really about, um, uh, not necessarily about the mechanics or the science of fear so much, but more about how coaches, how as coaches, as teachers of parkour, how you can help people manage their fear and understand it, and some sort of protocols and methods um, that may help you um, deal with the fear within the students that come to you. So um, if, uh, overcoming fear is a massive thing, and dealing with fear is a huge thing. It's one of the most nebulous things in coaching parkour in mm -hmm. terms of how to help people solve that problem. It's quite easy to make people better athletes, really. We've been doing that for a long time. We know how to do that. But helping people understand something as as um as sort of diffusive and kind of hard, you know difficult to grasp as as fear is 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 can be quite tricky and a lot of coaches have a lot of problems with that so yeah. that's what kind of what we're a, going into fear is a critical component though we can't you, you can't leave it out and still claim to be practicing right? no i mean in in many ways i think parkour really is an embodied practice of fear that's really what for, I, I think that's really what it's about in a huge way so and that's maybe it's most powerful gift the most the most uh, you know the, the biggest gift it has to give us is is helping us understand what fear is, understand our own fear, and give us a tool um, with which to build a positive relationship right. with fear. And I, I think absolutely it's, it's probably the, in some ways the most important thing to therefore get people to experience in some way. So they feel comfortable with a tool set to deal with it. Um, can you take me, I know you can't fit it all in a short audio interview, but can you take me down into like the middle of your session, or, uh, maybe a point where students would have an aha moment or something they wouldn't have expected to learn about themselves or... Yeah, so I mean, this this um, this session is uh, interesting. The interesting thing about this session is that um, what I'm kind of doing is is querying a little bit the the classical standard approach to combating fear in parkour. So there's there's sort of um, there's in in many ways the the highly praised approach is uh, and the one you see sort of on all the videos and all that sort of stuff is is when someone overcomes their fear through the use of of um, uh, adrenaline or anger or you know they just shatter through it they suppress their fear they blast through it or <laughs> the whatever button, right? yeah hit the button <laughs> exactly yeah, the big red button you know um and and that's 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 um that's lauded that's one tool right that's lauded in parkour but and, and it's a tool and it has some there are some pros and cons to that tool but it's it's there there is maybe another way and I, and I think there are some downsides to that tool in that in that it, it can be very effective it can get immediate results uh, and it can make you feel a sense of elation because you've got all the endorphins rushing through but the, there are many downsides Sides to it, and perhaps it doesn't actually help you understand or build a positive relationship with your fear at all. Mm. Perhaps it just teaches you to suppress and blast through your fear, which is actually maybe that not a positive cut, way to yeah, deal with an emotion. Cut, <laughs> could cut the wrong way if you yeah. don't. If you're not also really good at assessing your fear. Yeah, and it can also lead to perhaps is it can lead to injury because maybe that blasting through that that fear is maybe that fear maybe you weren't meant to blast through that fear, mm. and you try a jump that's beyond your ability and you get hurt. So I, I think perhaps there's another way to deal with fear, which is not to suppress or deny the emotion or to ignore the emotion or even to to fight the emotion but to perhaps try to try to understand it and build a more positive dialogue with it um, and in that in in that um in that understanding in that relationship with it um to more organically 
um, so, uh, solve the problem and allow it to sort of back down and calm down. Because really, the the fear is just you, it's just you, right, looking out for yourself. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to treat it as an enemy. You want to treat it as an ally. And I think fear is our our biggest ally if we learn to understand it and see it that way. Okay, so that that gives me kind of an overview, I think, of where you're where you're going with the session but what are you actually are you going to like dig into nuts and bolts and biochemistry or is it all psychology or like give me some of the outline points yeah it's both and and uh, but we're less in the biochemistry of fear in this one in this one um more what i'm looking at here really is trying to get people to understand that fear as an emotion the raw substance of fear which you're born with um is is different from your fears fears are the stories that you attach to that emotion over time so it's Mm. a narrative that you build around that emotion and those can be changed those stories can be changed Changed. but fear is a fear it can't be that's just in you that's built in and that's a good thing as a, as a raw emotion it's a good <laughs> yes. thing um, but the fears the fears the stories can get out of control mm-hmm. and those are the things that we need to to deal with so it's really about understanding that the separation and realizing that okay one of these things i can deal with and one of these things is 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 healthy and i don't want to get rid of um, but i want to be able to change the narratives here and there so is there something that people listening can do and I, I'm, I'm trying to vision like how would you have a takeaway but can is there a way that we can challenge people to try to split that on their own or a way for them to think about their fear differently so the the, the, the biggest takeaway really uh, one of the big practical takeaways is um is to is first of all to help practitioners understand that the most important as a coach because mm-hmm. remember I'm yeah, talking this is all, coaches, this is really. all like coming at coaches point yeah. of view here yeah so the most important thing to get um, students to understand or, or you know individuals to understand is is not to be afraid of fear this is rule number one the most important thing really because being afraid of fear will prevent you trying anything but Having fears, having having stories built, some of them are sensible. Being afraid of snakes, right, is a sensible story. <laughs> um, trees, that's, right? that's a sensible narrative, right? So, um, and being afraid of the the consequences of failing a jump is also, in some ways, a, a sensible narrative. Um, but being afraid of the fear of trying the jump and things like that, this is a problem. So, so getting the first step is getting people comfortable with the experience of fear, um, and this this is something that you can get people to do in terms of just getting them to be in a situation where they experience fear. They don't necessarily have to even do anything or do any jumps or any movement but get into a situation where they are regularly experiencing the emotion of fear so they become familiar with the emotion familiarity is the biggest solution to fear right so um, just get them into situations where they are feeling and experiencing the fear so they're no longer afraid of the feeling of fear so that's very important that familiarity that familiarity then allows them and i'm asking that allows them to split the narrative the fears from the fear that's that's what we're going at what it what it what it does is um it gets you to understand as an individual that fear itself cannot hurt me because it's just it's just an emotion so i can i can i can sit with that fear i can sit with that emotion um and and be in that be in that space and once i can sit in that space from that place i can now deal with the stories and the narratives around it because i'm okay i'm not afraid of the fear now i can that's not going to hurt me so I can stand on this ledge and look at the jump or whatever it is. Um, that's not going to hurt me being in that position and looking at it. But um, so now I've got to look at what is the what is the um, what are the things I'm afraid of within this jump? What's the narrative? And it might be this landing point or, or this structure here or this branch sticking yeah, out. Or the gap or the drop and, or the shape. Right? And those things I can control right with training. Mm-hmm. So so in a way, the big takeaway in, in terms of actually achieving the movement is one of the big steps within the process. Is kind of a process I'm going to go through. One of the one of the big steps is. Just control what you can control. 
control the elements you can control the things you can't control don't even think about don't worry about them because you can't control them mm-hmm. so just think about things i can control i can control my balance my precision my strength i can go away and train those things improve those things um, come back and the jump will look easier and therefore less fearful so just focus on the minutiae because normally it's a specific thing within a jump that makes you afraid um, once you've got over the fear of fear itself and you're able to look at it it'll be a very specific thing within that jump that you're afraid of if you narrow it down um, and then get them to understand that look at that and be like right okay I'm specifically afraid of the metal pole here that I might bang my shin on. That's normally what it <laughs> right. is, right? Um, now, what can I do to make sure I don't bang my shin on that metal pole? Yeah. That, and that I can control, and that will help them reduce the fear. That's that's really, really interesting, Dan. Um, now, I'm, I'm afraid that I think I need to go train more. <laughs> <laughs> As do we all. <laughs> Terrific. Well, thank you very much, Dan. It's a pleasure to talk to you. And you, man. Good to see you again. Dan Edwards is one of 24 presenters this year, so be sure to check back to hear more. Thanks, and have a great day.